Have you ever looked at all you needed to get done and thought, man, I need a wife? Ha ha ha. So funny, right? But seriously, the amount of expectations we carry on our shoulders, even in 2023, can be overwhelming. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Are you ready? Let's get started. Welcome to the Productivity Breakthrough Podcast. I'm Elise Enriquez, your breakthrough coach. I am known for meeting people where they are and delivering practical insights so they can be more productive. Most people hear the word productivity and they think it's all about getting things done. What actually moves us forward in life and business is getting things known, getting things prioritized, and illuminating the next steps so you can achieve the goals that matter most to you. Being truly productive means being just as okay with what's not getting done as you are with what is getting done. If you are ready to create productivity breakthroughs in your life and business, then you are in the right place. I am so glad you're here. Now, let's create some breakthroughs. Before we get started, I want to give you the heads up that starting in April, the name of this podcast is changing to, drumroll please, The Productivity Shift. I will give you more details all about this the first week of April, so stay tuned, but I just wanted to make sure you knew that it was coming. All right, let's get into this whole I need a wife business. I have said that before. Feeling overwhelmed looking at a mountain of unfolded laundry, piles of dishes in the sink, gifts unmailed that I meant to mail, errands undone. I thought, man, I need a wife. And my mom has said it too. More than once, she's made that joke. My friends and I have said it to each other, you know, glasses of wine in hand, sitting around chatting, getting you together for just one night out of however many months to just connect with each other, wishing that someone would take this load off of our shoulders. And it's 2023, and there are a lot of marriages now that are way more balanced than they used to be. And and when I'm saying marriages, to some extent, I'm talking about heteronormative marriages, but you're going to see that that's not always the case a little bit later in this in this episode. But, you know, a lot of marriages are more balanced when it comes to just managing the workload of life outside of work and outside of a career. And there are still a lot of women out there thinking, man, I wish I had a wife. So here's the thing. Back in 1970, Judy Breyer, who I think, or excuse me, Judy Brady, who I think was Cyphers then, wrote a satirical essay called I Want a Wife. And I think I just said 1970, but I can't remember the exact year. So I will, I will give you more details in the notes of the, of the podcast. Okay. So, um, so anyway, back in the seventies, we'll just say, uh, Judy Brady wrote a satirical essay called I want a wife. It actually got published eventually. It was published in an underground kind of newspaper and then eventually got published in, I believe the premiere episode of Ms. Magazine. So. She wrote this essay, and I was going to just do an excerpt of it, but I'm going to read it in its entirety because I was not able to just pick one section to represent this. And so what I want you to do is, as I read this, I want you to think about how much of this feels like your life, all right? Okay, here we go. So this is her essay. I belong to a classification of people known as wives. I am a wife, and not altogether incidentally, I am a mother. Not too long ago, a male friend of mine appeared on the scene fresh from a recent divorce. He had one child who is, of course, with his ex-wife. He is looking for another wife. As I thought about him while I was ironing one evening, it suddenly occurred to me that I, too, would like to have a wife. Why do I want a wife? 
I would like to go back to school so that I can become economically independent, support myself, and if need be, support those dependent upon me. I want a wife who will work and send me to school. And while I'm going to school, I want a wife to take care of my children. I want a wife to keep track of the children's doctor and dentist appointments and to keep track of mine too. I want a wife to make sure my children eat properly and are kept clean. I want a wife who will wash the children's clothes and keep them mended. I want a wife who is a good nurturing attendant to my children, who arranges for their schooling, makes sure that they have an adequate social life with their peers, takes them to the park, the zoo, etc. I want a wife who takes care of the children when they are sick, a wife who arranges to be around when the children need special care, because of course, I cannot miss classes at school. My wife must arrange to lose time at work and not lose the job. It may mean a small cut in my wife's income from time to time, but I guess I can tolerate that. Needless to say, my wife will arrange and pay for the care of the children while my wife is working. I want a wife who will care for my physical needs or who will take care of my physical needs. I want a wife who will clean up my house. I want a wife who will pick up after my children, a wife who will pick up after me. I want a wife who will keep my clothes cleaned, ironed, mended, replace them when needed, and who will see to it that my personal things are kept in their proper place so that I can find what I need the minute I need it. I want a wife who cooks the meals, a wife who is a good cook. I want a wife who will plan the menus, do the necessary grocery shopping, prepare the meals, serve them pleasantly, and then do the cleaning up while I do my studying. I want a wife who will care for me when I'm sick and sympathize with my pain and loss of time from school. I want a wife to go along when our family takes a vacation that someone can continue to care for me and my children when I need a rest and change of scene. I want a wife who will not bother me with rambling complaints about wife's duties, but I want a wife who will listen to me when I feel the need to explain a rather difficult point I've come across in my course studies, and I want a wife who will type my papers for me when I have written them. I want a wife who will take care of the details of my social life. When my wife and I are invited out by my friends, I want a wife who will take care of the babysitting arrangements. When I meet people at school that I like and want to entertain, I want a wife who will have the house clean, will prepare a special meal, serve it to me and my friends, and not interrupt when I talk about things that interest me and my friends. I want a wife who will have arranged that the children are fed and ready for bed before my guests arrive so that the children do not bother us. I want a wife who takes care of the needs of my guests so that they feel comfortable, who makes sure that they have an ashtray, that they are passed, the hors d'oeuvres, that they are offered a second helping of the food, and that their wine glasses are replenished when necessary, and that their coffee is served to them as they like it. And I want a wife who knows that sometimes I need a night to myself. I want a wife who is sensitive to my sexual needs, a wife who makes love passionately and eagerly when I feel like it, a wife who makes sure that I'm satisfied. And of course, I want a wife who will not demand sexual attention when I am not in the mood for it. I want a wife who assumes the complete responsibility for birth control because I do not want more children. I want a wife who will remain sexually faithful to me so that I do not have to clutter up my intellectual life with jealousies. And I want a wife who understands that my sexual needs may entail more then strict adherence to monogamy. I must, after all, be able to relate to people as fully as possible. If by chance I find another person more suitable as a wife than the wife I already have, I want the liberty to replace my present wife with another one. Naturally, I will expect a fresh new life. My wife will take the children and be solely responsible for them so that I am left free. 
When I am through with school and have a job, I want my wife to quit working and remain at home so that my wife can more fully and completely take care of a wife's duties. My God, who wouldn't want a wife? All right. So yes, my voice was dripping with sarcasm (laughs) as I read that. But 50 years later, do you kind of still wish you had a wife? I know I do. I do. And and there's, and like I said, I know there's a lot that's different now in a lot of relationships, but we are talking about overcoming just centuries of that mindset where it's kind of like, and you know, especially in, in the, and, and I am not a feminist scholar. I'm just saying from my own life experience, we had such a movement where me, I'm 46, I think. Yeah, I'm 46. <laughs> Maybe I'm 47. Anyway, um, where our moms just did more. Like they were, they stepped into the working world. They were women of this, you know, 60s and 70s and they did more. And it was, and that's what it was, was more. It was added on to all these other expectations. So this is why I do productivity differently. The thing about a lot of productivity out there is that it is by white men and white collars with wives who have kept them propped up. They were men with wives like the one I just described. I have been that wife to some extent, not not so fully, but pretty close. Uh, we didn't have kids, so that was the that was the one major difference between me and that description of the wife that you just heard. But I did. I propped up my man so he could go out and get more and more of whatever it is he wanted. I I had a business, this business that I'm still running, but it was always on the back burner compared to whatever it is I needed to do for the household and for him. And that wasn't a statement or that wasn't a request that he expressly made, but it was the feeling that I had I needed to do. So then I got divorced for lots of reasons, but I got divorced and I fell in love with a woman and we got married. And guess what? Technically, I finally had a wife, right? And I still do, luckily, (laughs) but not the kind of wife I thought I wanted based on that essay. I mean, not the kind that Judy Brady described in in that essay that I just read, right? And because Kim, my wife, had been fairly independent her whole life and was never in a relationship with a man, she didn't have that same mindset about what it means to be a wife. And while I still carry a lot of the mental load in our relationship, so even though I I have a wife, I still hew very closely instinctually to the description in Judy Brady's essay. I mean, not thoroughly, but I just mean there's like there's remnants, there's ghostiness of that there. I have an approach to productivity that gives me visibility to the too muchness of all of that. And it helps me take better care of myself and it helps me set boundaries and it helps my wife and I work together to create what we want and to learn how to let things go and to not expect so much. So I'm curious how you could shift your definition of wife or partner, whatever title it is you hold in your relationship, whether it's heteronormative, whether it's a same-sex relationship, it doesn't matter what how anybody is identifying the relationship. However it is, whatever the definitions are of partner that you brought into your relationship, how might you look at that a little bit differently? Hold it up and and turn it over in your hands a little bit and see how you might want to make some changes there. And how could you shift your definition of productivity from getting it all done and doing it all instead to making progress on what matters most to you while still being present with the people, experiences, and opportunities that are all around you? 
And one of the best ways I have found to kind of start to do this kind of work is just to start to let some things go, to expect less of yourself. There is a pile of laundry upstairs that admittedly is kind of stressing me out, but I'm just like, but that is not the most important thing right now. And that's okay. So I'm expecting less of myself right now because of other things that are going on. So I have a question for you. What is one thing that you could let go of this week? This week for me, it's the laundry, right? It's the laundry. My wife and I both have are letting that go right now and we will get to it later. So what is the one thing you could let go of this week? And I want you to tell me all about it. Find me on Instagram and share your answer with me. And I want to celebrate you in, even if you're not able to truly let it go, to start to have the awareness about what you're going to let go. And if you're not sure of what to let go of, then your next step is to head on over to daretoprioritize.com to take my five-day challenge so you can start making progress on what matters most. And the only way you're going to do that is to be able to see all the things that you have on your mind that you want to tackle and identify the things that are actually most important to you. And that's what you can do. Again, head to daretoprioritize.com and we'll have a link in the show notes on that. Okay, that's all for this week. I'll be back again with you next week. Until then, keep making progress on what matters most. Thanks so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Productivity Breakthrough Podcast. Did you have a breakthrough today? Write to me and let me know. You can reach me, revisit anything we covered today, or uncover free resources over at EliseEnriquez.com. And if you know of other leaders in life and business who would appreciate a little help with their productivity breakthroughs, I'd love it if you'd share this podcast with them. And finally, remember to hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.